Welcome back to Black Women Be Whole. This is one of your hosts, Anisha, and I am here with Markia and Kim. And we are super excited to be back, you know, still living in COVID. Some of us are vaccinated. Some of us are not. But we are excited because we are on episode 13. Oh, my goodness. We have one more episode to go before we take a break for the fall. So today we're going to talk about sex, relationships, and dating post-COVID. I'm not sure if it's post-COVID, but we'll talk about that. I was going to say that. We still in COVID. Uh -uh. Mid-COVID is more like it. COVID in progress. Right. COVID, but we might be out a little bit more, but also the Delta variant might mess up some plans this fall. So yes, that's kind of where we are. But I guess- Shut it down. Before we get into- sex, relationships, and dating, I want to check in with you ladies and see what are we working on this week? Markia, I'm going to start with you because I just told you before we started, like, I haven't talked to you that much. So I'm excited (laughs) to hear, like, what are you working on right now? Um, Right now, we're working on the beginning of the school year at work. Um, I started with a trainer, one of the trainers from my gym. So I've been doing 5.50 a.m. workouts. If you know me in real life, I am not a morning person. So this has been very taxing on my spirit. But I'm going to stick with it (laughs) and see what can happen. Not on my spirit. My spirit, my body, the whole everything. It's it's all bad. Um, it's very early and it's it's very, very stressful. Um, so we will see what happens. I'm trying to, you know, keep it up at least till my birthday. I'm just trying to see what I can make shake before then. Um, because I thought we would be outside, but clearly I'm gonna just be getting fine to be in the house. And that's fine. Um, so that's really what I'm working on right now. Um, Kim, what's going on over your way? Thank you for throwing it to me, Marquia. What's up, y'all? <laughs> you know, I have been focusing on my um my financial future. Um, and kind of like mid mid-year, I do like a check-in for myself where I look at you know, what have I spent? What have I done? What do I want to do? What's going on with me for, you know, through the end of the year? Like, do I have any travel? Do I have like any major expenses that I need to account for? So really just taking stock of where I am right now. You know, I've done some very frivolous things this first half of the year. So gotta be a little more serious. I got to get it together. You know, I'm spending my coins on some things. I've made a decision that when I get paid every two weeks, I have to do something for myself like that. That has no bearing on any responsibilities. So, you know, I get a facial once a month this month. I think I'm actually going to go take like a fun, like burlesque class with another friend of mine. So I'm just like exploring things and making sure that I'm making space for some joy and fun things. What about you, Anisha? What am I working on this week? Okay, I think I got a twofer. twofer. My father is turning 80, which is a huge birthday. And I've been pretty busy, but I am now um, putting together a surprise birthday party. So I am really excited about that. He had a lot of health challenges this year. He almost didn't make it to see 80. So it's time to celebrate. So I'm putting that together. And I think for me, what I'm working on is trying to find a hobby because I work a lot um, and I'm also a caretaker for my dad. So I don't have much time for me sometimes, but I'm trying to find something that I absolutely love to do. And I actually think it's exercise. I love, love, love my boot camp classes. I'm trying to figure out if that's enough of a hobby or if I need something else. So I think I'm just looking out there to see what else I would be interested in, possibly a dance class. But um, I probably have like two left feet a little bit and I'm not always on beat. (laughs) So I'm not sure if that will just frustrate me more and make me feel a little shitty about myself because I can't keep up. (laughs) Um, And so, cause you know, as a black girl, it feels like you're supposed to know how to dance. Let's be clear. And when you don't, it's just like, what? Now I could do a two step and like, I could back it up. I mean, (laughs) I mean, I should know how to back it up. I could back it up with the best of them. But like, if you did some choreo, I don't know if I could keep up. So I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to take a dance class. Um, 
But I just want to shout out that I did find my joy last weekend. I went to an outdoor party, everybody. It was outdoor. It was an R&B party. Oh my goodness. I danced. I sang every song. It rained. I didn't care. My hair is braided. I didn't even think about my, like my hair, my makeup, nothing. It was just joy. It was black people everywhere. We were singing in unison to the songs. It was amazing. It was exactly what I needed. So Mm -hmm. that's what I, that's what I'm working on right now. I guess continuing to find my joy before the summer is over. So. Well, joy don't stop with the summer, but I feel it. Well, okay. So I'm trying to find that warm weather joy. Let me say that. That's real. That outdoor warm weather joy. Cause you know, we from New York, you from New York state. So upstate is going to get cold a little quicker than it's going to come down in the city. (laughs) <laughs> oh are we bringing up you being from upstate again now is that what we're talking about now oh i'm this. sorry okay should we it's just okay. get right into it should, i mean should... you got i mean go off i'm just saying y'all always be trying to play us like it's so much colder up here than it is down there it's really not that big of a difference but it's... Girl, y'all be getting five feet of snow what you talking about okay and did <laughs> y'all not have nine. a snowstorm but we'll get nine and you'll get five feet okay or we'll not get five this. feet and then you'll get ten <laughs> or y'all will get all the snow. And last year, y'all got all the snow. And we were chilling like, oh, that's really unfortunate in New York City. Damn, that's crazy. Well, climate change. It, it, we it's all going to get all of it. Right now in Troy, and it's 82 in New York. So y'all dragging it. Very Yo, hard. it is hot as fuck. Hot <laughs> as fuck. I can't even tell you. I thought I was going to die this week. Well, the heat exposure. Not a three degree difference. And y'all talking about it's so much colder. <laughs> All right. Are we about to get into this topic today? That what we about to do? So so. we're talking about sex, relationships, and dating during COVID, after COVID, all of it. So I guess the first thing I thought about is like, has the way that you look at dating changed in the last 18 months since COVID has become a big part of our lives? What do you think? We're going to go with you, Markia. What do I know? Yeah. What you think about dating? Definitely not really out in these streets, not swiping on anyone's app, because what I'm not willing to do is take a risk with you being irresponsible with my life. Like, I don't know what you're doing in these streets. You trying to date like it was regular outside. And no, that's not going to work for me. I'm not trying to get sick for no lackluster penis for someone that's inconsistent. Like, I'm not I'm not doing this with y'all. So I've definitely slowed up (laughs) on what dating would look like because i'm not about to die for you no okay i i I hear you so so from the person in a group who is not dating right (laughs) however as a therapist i do talk to people who are dating every day right what i'm hearing a lot of is a lack of confidence because people are just out of practice like they have not been out in these streets talking to people and some people are just like not interested in the app at all right they rather be out somewhere and actually mm. meet someone and talk to them and get to know them in that way but it just feels like it's like did I lose it like did I lose that thing that I have right that confidence is kind of not there and people feel a little socially awkward mm. they don't know what to say anymore have you found that at all or have you heard anybody talk about that um people are weird anyway the apps were always I, I thought people on the app listen my my experience on the apps it was always very much people weren't giving uh being able to hold a conversation so mm-hmm. I'm not surprised that people probably have declined in their skill set to do such so that does not surprise me I anyone that I have entertained and even with that entertained has really gotten as far as like have my number and then after that it's like good luck with the rest of your life um I've met in public because okay. yeah I need real-time experience with whether or not you can hold a conversation and if you're weird or not like people be trying to hide their excuse me their personalities um on the internet and in person you can at least get the vibes if they're like a creep or like what their body language is saying a little bit better than trying to play this game of what's your favorite color where do you live what do you do <laughs> right on yeah. a text message like and you don't give a shit what I'm saying to you anyway so like yeah. <laughs> like, just Wait, I just want to know can y'all still spit that game y'all ain't been in these streets in a little while if oh, you're not on listen. the app can you, spill, can you still spit that yes, game girl, absolutely. yes girl I go wherever I go I do not pay for my drinks okay Please. okay we can still spit I, that listen, game listen I was out at a bar and I got propositioned for a threesome Ooh. I still got it I ain't worried about it 
ain't worried about nothing. Ain't worried about nothing. I worry about nothing. So I have a difference of opinion. I think that people not being in bars and drinking and you know being surface has really exposed how much you have to kind of like show up as your authentic self. You know, there, those dating apps were really popping. Like I was on Tinder, I was looking, I was talking to people and eventually I ended up not meeting with anyone because I just was like, oh, I got tired. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm also I, I just was like, eh, I'm, I'm not there yet like to want to date because I'm just, I'm depressed. I got COVID, leave me alone, right? Mm-hmm. So, but I do think that this has created a situation for people to kind of, um talk more because now you don't have the alcohol you don't have the party covering up stuff you know I listen if I go when I go on dates I'm not going to bars anymore bars are boring like you don't want I don't want to get drunk just to get to like you a little more get Mm. to know you a little more and you know and also I don't want to go to dinner like yeah we can eat but like that should not be the main attraction like you got to do something fun like we got to do something interesting And so I think, you know, a lot of people are maybe realizing what they actually want because they've had time to sit with themselves and think about it. So that's my difference of opinion. I don't know how y'all feel, but I think you, it's a mixed bag Mm -hmm. and I hope I get some of those people, not those other kind of people (laughs) because they're messy. The the ones that I don't want. Yeah, no, it's definitely been interesting. Um, so yeah, I definitely realized I do not really enjoy going to bars as much um, and just the experience as a whole. And I mean, I guess to your point, Anisha, like the more I think about it, like people really have gotten really awkward. Like last night, oh my God, perfect example. I was at the bar that I go to all the time. Um, and this man who has always seen me there. So also like, you know, on this weight loss thing, you know, now people back then I was, you know, back then they didn't want me, now I'm hot, they want me want me type shit. So he was okay, like, okay, oh, hold up. <laughs> He's like, you look so great, like so great. And like, you should give me your number so we can hang out. And I was like, for what? Why? Exactly. You wasn't checking exactly. for me before. You ain't buy me no drinks before. And I'm feeling like, do we just need to put it out on a table? Do you just want to smash? Like, right. what is this about? Do you want to get to know me? Or what do you want? Why don't you tell me? I think right. this is this is about communication one-on-one. I feel like at this point, can people just be very clear? about what your interests are right i'm okay with that because you never know where the person is in their lives right and what they might be down with but all of this like oh you know i want to do that what do you really want do you are you looking for a relationship or are you looking for something physical and i think that we have to learn how to be up more upfront with our communication just Mm -hmm. so everybody's on the same page and that doesn't mean that just because someone's interested in the physical that they don't want more right? right But at least let me know where you stand today and not where you're going to be in six months. Right. And just get out of my face. Like, again, you wasn't checking for me before. <laughs> I'm the same person. So, like, if you didn't care to know anything about me prior to right now, let's not do this now. Because I, my feelings on you did not change. I was never trying to pursue you. So, like, I don't know why you think <laughs> now because yeah, you're funny. interested that I'm supposed to be like, oh, my God, you're paying attention to me. No, I'm not that girl. Check that ego, cause don't don't nobody want you then. They didn't want you now. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, you know it's it's so Anisha as the as the married woman, you know, it's a difference, right? Like, girl, you go out there, it, it feels like a damn jungle. It feels like motherfucking uh, savage. Yeah, <laughs> savages like a gauntlet. Okay, you like wow. This is interesting. And let me tell you something. People have been locked up and isolated. They horny like a mug. So Mm -hmm. be careful. Everybody just be careful. Let's be alert. Let's be present. Let's talk. Let's just be very clear about our communication and let people know where you are. They always say that for women, but it is true. Um, But also just like really like going back to what you said about communication, um, be clear about what you want, because that's, that's how you find out, you know, What's going on? Is it you? Mm. Is it you? Or is it all of y'all? Well, okay. So now what I'm hearing from clients in session that there might be a fear of loneliness now, right? Because some people were locked down by themselves, right? For months, over a year, some people, right? Mm. So is there now a fear of loneliness? And are people more interested in having a companion or partner now than maybe they were before COVID? What are your thoughts about that? Because I'm seeing a lot more of that 
but it may be just in the people that I'm seeing, right? What do you guys think about like a possibility of there is a fear of loneliness where people are like, maybe I should be married so I can have a partner. Maybe I do want a family because I've been, you know, isolated again for so long. Maybe I want things that I didn't want before. Um, I can empathize with that. Like COVID was very lonely. Like, don't get me wrong. Like it was lonely. Like I'm not like against having, you know, a person next to me. However, for me, it just can't be, and it won't be any old body. So I'm okay with more lonely nights if it's not the right person. Cause you ain't about to just be up in my house, eating my food, taking up space, using my heat and my Wi-Fi, just to say that I got a man. Like not no. the Wi-Fi. Eat Hold up. Fruit snacks. Leave them baby. <laughs> so is Netflix and chill just not enough anymore? Like that's just not going to cut it? For me and COVID? No, because I don't know what you're doing outside. And I'm not willing to let you bring your nasty germs to me. Like if we can get to a spot where it's like you're only exclusively Netflixing and chilling with me, then I'm okay with that. But I also need to know what you're doing in your spare time because I work in a school, right? I have a mom that has um, a weakened immune system. So like, you're not about to be killing my mama by proxy because you can't keep your ass in the house. Work. Um, I see. Okay. I feel like I'm going to be the dissenter today. Ooh. I think a lot of people have been, have become okay with being alone. Listen, you got a lot of divorce rates happening. So mm-hmm. we're about to be a lot of divorce single people back in the pool and damn that they might not be ready for mm-hmm. you know dating but they're going to try so i think um you know a lot of people are okay with being alone because you had to face the fear and then you did and you're like oh my god i'm okay because now i can focus on things that like i wanted to do people picked up hobbies people you know started businesses you know a lot of things happen for people mm-hmm. as well and so i think yeah, I mean, I think that there are people out here who have just decided to focus on themselves, right? And maybe it was a time to reset and rethink about the way that they were dating before. And what is it that I want now? Or do I want to be in a relationship? So I feel like there has been, you know, the gamut run of all of the possibilities for people. But um, what I was thinking about is maybe people are really wanting to get to know each other on a deeper level. Than maybe they had before because i don't know were we like close to the death you know during these 18 months and maybe still because people are still dying of COVID. Right. so do our priorities change when it comes to dating and what you look for now um i had an experience um in life that kind of like right when COVID started that kind of like shaped my view on relationships um i met someone that really really connected with um And I enjoyed that level of connection and that level of what a situation could be. So for me, like, I'm just not willing to invest in anyone if I'm not able to get a similar feeling. It doesn't have to obviously be with that person. It doesn't have to be the same exact thing. But just the level of, like, understanding, the level of investment, the level of support um, is a necessity if, again, I'm going to be spending this pandemic time with you because if we're in the house together we're doing all these things like I still have things to do right I have a job I have this are you going to be understanding of that because even though we're in this house together in theory right you got to get some business about yourself because if you ain't got shit to do and you bored you're going to be complaining that I'm always busy and that's not gonna work um so yeah I just need more than just the physical personally well, well, I think also the qualities and the characteristics that you look for in people have changed. Maybe, you know, listen, I'm not asking surface questions on dates anymore. I don't give a fuck what you do for fun. Ooh. Are you, how do you communicate? Come you through. Conflict? Don't right. you wash your ass? I had to, I okay. Had to, I had to <laughs> Come on, fam. All these conversations about the frequency of people washing. Listen, <laughs> I'm like, what are we talking about y'all for real? And why are yes, you, like, proud that you don't wash your ass? Like, that is the concerning part for me. Like, not you having all this money and then opting not to get in the water. Uh, exactly. I want to know what your family is like. Because if I have to be subjected to them, mm. I'm not going to make it. Like, nah, that's not for me. You know, mm-mm, mm-mm, I can't do these people. 
you know, so it's a lot of things that people don't ask anymore. And I hope that they're doing it now because they realize the value of knowing those things when you're looking at a potential mate or mates. Maybe it's because I just don't have as much time possibly to lose on your ass. Mm. So I need to get to the important questions earlier, right? Because if not, I would have to let you know, and I've said this before I was married, you are not a good fit for my life. Mm. And people, guys be like, well, what you, what does that just say? I realize that you are personally not a good fit for my life. And so I'm going to move on. I will hit you with this. It's not you with me, whatever you want to hear. But I'm realizing that there's things that I see in you that might be toxic, right? That may not work for me for who I am. And so I need to move forward. And I think that people are not playing the games that they used to play anymore. Mm. I'm not interested. I'm tired. (laughs) You know. The little 3 a.m. calls was cute back then, but oh no, honey, not now. Ooh, don't I'm call sleepy. me after 10. Do not call ooh. me after 10 p.m. because you only want one thing. My kids and... are wait, 3 a.m. I'm talking yeah. about 10 o'clock. Yeah, don't call me after 10 p.m. You have how many hours in the day to talk to me and you want to wait till 10 o'clock talking about what you up to, not you. Make some plans during the daytime and then maybe we can talk about some nighttime activities. Okay. Maybe he is being um respectful of the fact that you were working from uh, nine to five yeah. gave you some time to eat mm-hmm. dinner mm-hmm. to um you know have a little reset mm-hmm. be, be in re- relaxation mode mm-hmm. and then maybe you might want to talk okay but know? where was 7 p.m in all of this no okay oh, right like we, we skipped a lot of hours and oh. where was the check-in like hey can i call you at this time even what would you doing later right free when are you not you call me at 10 o'clock talk about hey just thinking about you we'll keep thinking i'll text you in the morning (laughs) and then if i try to call you in the morning you're gonna be like i'm busy i have to work no but like like, hey i'll call i'll talk to you i'm getting dressed like hey i'm getting dressed but like just know that's what's happening um but yeah don't play with me get off my phone at 10 o'clock at night Listen, we take it. We trying to take it back to when we were sixteen and talk for like three hours. You can only do that after a certain time. Well, you better text me and set an appointment. <laughs> I love He's it. trying to be jonesing all night, trying no. to get to know you, girl. Let me get to know to you. I got shit to do. Hmm. Well, the, and that's but that's what it is. I think a lot of us we have so many different things going on in our lives. People got busier during the damn pandemic, mm. you know, right. and trying to make all of those things fit. And make time to find somebody. That shit is exhausting. Very. Like, I'm tired. You're like, okay, well, I'm out at night. And, you know, you go out drinking. And then you're like, okay, hey, you. You want to, what you want to do now? Right. Okay, well, I think I need to get in the cab and go home. Because mm-hmm. I didn't sign up for that. Well, first of all, I didn't think I was going to like you. So I didn't, I didn't, you know, share my garden. Right. Okay. <laughs> so or I didn't allot the right amount of time for this date because I really <laughs> thought it was gonna be quick. <laughs> I made other plans. So back in the day, I used to enjoy partaking of strangers and like one night stands. And sometimes they turned into weekend stands and I had a great time. And I was in my 20s. Mm-hmm. I can't do that anymore because I just don't have the energy for it. So you know, things change, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. that's what you gotta, you gotta, you gotta go with the flow. What do I like now? Cause what I like then is not the same anymore. So, okay. So go with the flow, cause it sounds like we're no longer, we're still kind of talking about Zayn, but this podcast episode is also about sex in the pandemic. So I think this is a good time for us to transition into that since Kim you kind of introduced it so has your views on sex changed since the pandemic um yes they have um I think that I thought I had like more time to do stuff and then the pandemic just sort of made me realize life is too short you got to go for what you want and you Mm -hmm. have to be very clear about what you want And, and you know Unfortunately, because of the pandemic, I didn't have time to explore. So I just got to talk it up and see who might be interested in trying it. Like, well, let's try it. Let's, you know, let's see what we can do. <laughs> so, you know, I like a little kinky stuff. You know, I like to top every now and then. I like to do things that are probably not considered <laughs> um, in the uh, vanilla category. So for me, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued by those things. And I'd like to try them with people. <laughs> I, I think that, say that, that. I'm, I'm hearing people 
some people are having more interest in it, right? I think that a lot, a lot of times sex is about trying to escape our reality. Mm-hmm. And so it's also a stress reliever for a lot of people as well, right? So I think that in this time, people are like, let me try something new. So I am hearing a lot in my sessions about BDSM. Mm -hmm. And for people out there who don't know what that is, so it's bondage and discipline. That's the B and the D. Um, Dominance and and submission is the D and the S. And sadism and masochism is the S and the M. Um, Kim, do you know a little bit about this that you want to share? Why, yes. What would you like me to share in particular? (laughs) Um, So let's see. I mean, I think I've always been into like some semblance of it, right? Um, You know, I've gone to sex clubs. I've done some very interesting things with people. Um, <laughs> um, I've, uh, I've enjoyed lots of things. Like I said, my sexual revolution in the twenties, uh, my twenties were very fun and I learned and I explored a lot of things as I've mentioned before. So I think, you know, I'm, there are some hard stops for me, like things that I do, definitely don't do, but I am okay with trying most things if I trust the person. And I think communication and trust and willingness to try things are what what is most important. Um, I think there's a lot of people in their day jobs and their regular life that um, have to make a lot of decisions, right? And they're like Mm -hmm. the go-to person, the point person. And so sometimes after a while you get decision fatigue and you get tired of being the person in control all the time, right? So they kind of get into this to be a sub, to be submissive, to be told what to do because in their regular day life, they're always telling other people what to do. Mm -hmm. And after a while that could get tiring. So I think it's about that inequality of power and they kind of want to change up their role. So I'm hearing that, especially a lot of black and brown people are starting to get kind of a little bit out of the vanilla. I think they've always been out of the vanilla, but I think they're talking about it more. Let me be clear. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're talking about it in their sessions with me. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I think that is a really good thing that we are out here trying new things. And so as a therapist, I have to stay up on everything, right? Because I never want you to come to me and talk to me about something. And I have no idea what you're talking about, right? Like, I don't need to have had experienced it, but I need to know a bit about it so I Mm -hmm. can engage with you. So it makes me think of a funny story. Um, Kim and I went to a Swingers 101 class. Um, I was there because, again, research, I need to know a little bit about everything. And so for you guys who don't know, swinging is when people who are the married or in like long term relationships, they like to have sex with other people's partners. And so we went to actually like a club in New York City at an undisclosed location and they did a whole like class to explain to people exactly what it was and how it worked. Kim, you want to tell our listeners a little bit about the class? So I found the class and I said, Woody, let's go take this. This is intriguing. I found it on this site um, called FetLife, which I was, um, a, you know, I would, I would frequent because they had like cool events and things. And it was in my exploration days. And the guy that was really good, like he talked about a lot of stuff that I think people that are in the vanilla world could benefit from, like consent really understanding how to read body language for women, knowing when to back off, really understanding how to communicate or negotiate or, you know, speak about what you're into. But there was this guy here, like this motherfucker. He shouldn't have been near. Oh, but wait, we were the only two women. Let me just right. point that out mm-hmm. before you keep going with this story, okay. Marquia. It was I had the just, only two women. And I black women at up. that, yes, right? exactly. So. <laughs> but it was a lot of people of color there. Mm-hmm, I had my grocery bags from like my CSA. I had my fresh produce. I, I had all this <laughs> stuff. And I'm like at this swinger one-on-one class with my bag of groceries. Like I'm here to learn. Tom, come on, sir. <laughs> Tell us what's going on. There's this man there who had just been married like maybe a few weeks, who wanted to know how he could talk his wife into like um, swinging. And we were like, sir, you didn't talk to her before you got married. Now you're subjecting her to a lifestyle that she may not be into. And Mm. she might be doing things that she's not comfortable with. 
all because you didn't have the courage to speak to her about your desires or the things that you really want and to see if she was going to be compatible with it. Mm. When I tell you everybody looked at this man like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> it was ridiculous. And the guy was like, um, I was disappointed. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. I was disappointed. I wasn't even, I'm not even his wife. I just was disappointed that he didn't have the courage to have that conversation. And what happens if you just marry someone two weeks ago? Do you try it so you don't lose a relationship? You know what I mean? Like, what do you do? And so Kim and I were like, okay, no. And we all were trying to help him out, but it just felt like you dropped the ball. You really dropped the ball. This is what you're interested in. And then my thought was like, is there a possibility that he might cheat, right? Because this is a, this is a lifestyle for him. It's mm-hmm. been a lifestyle before he got married. He's going to want it to continue to be. And what if she's not in? Mm-hmm. So um, after the class was over, we took a tour. And this guy was like, oh, my God, you ladies should stay. And me and Kim was like, um, yeah, no. We're not trying to stay, but thanks for the invite. I had. Um, oh, that was the funniest thing. I was like, bro, I got bags of groceries. Where do you want me to put it? What are you talking about? Um, but I think that Kim and I then started to discuss um, there's a lot in the Black community that can be taboo sometimes. And that's not to say that we are not swinging, no. But I, we really mm-hmm. wanted to provide a safe space like we do for black women we wanted to provide a safe space to talk about sex right and like any experiences that you had like any hang-ups that you have but just having a safe space to talk about things that always feel so taboo to me Hmm. would that be something you would be interested in Marquia like if you had a safe space to talk about sex like whatever about sex you want to talk about with other brown black and brown people yeah, I think that would be cool to have. I mean, I talk about sex with my friends. Like, mm-hmm. I, I have no problem with talking about sex. I don't tell everyone, like, all of my proclivities and what I, you know, I'm into. Um, but I do think that people should talk about it more often. I think definitely with your partner, too. Like, you know, your partners might be into some stuff that you may have not experienced before, and you got to get with it. I had a partner that was into some interesting shit. Um, and it was cool. I mean, like, you know, it worked for us. Um but I could see, like, and at first you, like, you know, kind of was like, oh, I don't know if I want to tell you. And I'm like, well, if we're going to be doing this, right, if we're going to be fucking, for lack of a better word, um, then both of us should enjoy it. Now, granted, he probably had a better time than I did. It wasn't the best for me. But, you know, I'm all about, I believe that if you're going to be sleeping with someone, um, the goal should be on both ends to make sure that the other person is happy. It's supposed to be fun for the both of us. Um but you have to have that communication piece. So whether that means like people getting comfortable talking about it with their friends first to get into the uh, habit of talking about it, I don't know. But um, yeah, I think there should be a space. Maybe we'll have like what a workshop or a forum on a let's talk about sex, baby. Right. I love that. Me. <laughs> and I'd like to make a PSA. Look what you like. For real. <laughs> because stop letting people mind your business because yep. people are so fucking nosy. Yeah. Are you worried about what somebody doing in their bedroom? Right. People I have agree. all types of fetishes. Feet fetishes, rubber fetishes. Feet are like, not for me. I just, <laughs> feet are just, I mean, they're like on the ground and like, ugh. like, it's not so much that people liking it grosses me out. It's just for me. I'm like feet. And I'm just like. Okay, right. I, <laughs> you I never know what people are into. What's your theory, Kim? Okay. And I was thinking about this. I always have these theories. People that know me know them. So, you know how you go on dating apps and you get dick pics all the Mm -hmm. time from just random motherfuckers that don't know you? Mm -hmm. They have been conditioned to have no shame about having their penises out Mm. because it starts off when they're young. They Mm. pee outside. I can't tell you. I've seen seen more dicks from people peeing outside from being drunk or whatever than I have actually had in me. I've seen like 30 times more that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? She could have just said that I've seen in like, I don't know, romantic, intimate sense. She said in me. me. (laughs) I had to, there's a baseline. How many have I had versus how many have I seen? I've seen way too many because you're just randomly walking down the street. So they have been conditioned to not be ashamed to have their junk out. That's very so real. That's why you get it. That's why and you, you get think photos. that I just want to see that shit. No, I don't. Sorry, I don't know you. No. How do you know I want to touch you in that way? Keep it to yourself. Let me ask you. And that's why a lot of them are like 
you know, very voyeuristic like that. They like people to look at them because people have been looking at them since they were little. Right. That's, that's the my theory, though. That's how that's the exhibitionist in them. That's how that fetish or that kink shows up. So, you know, it shows up somewhere. People can track where or when if they really think about it. Right. So I was recently out at a party. Um, having the time of my life, dancing, outdoor party, again, people who's outdoors. This guy comes up to me. And I'm like, you know, hey, you know, we had a party. Hey, I don't, I can still talk to people. I'm married, but I talk to people, right? It's a regular, like, what's up? And he was like, um, I think he said I was pretty or something. Okay. You know, like, oh, why don't you give me a number? I was like, well, I'm married. He's like, okay, what that got to do with me? Well, that has something to do with me. It don't got to have to do with nothing with you. But for <laughs> me, I'm married. That means I'm not dating. Okay. So he says, um, I'm a dancer. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You know, no big deal. Like, that's cool that you're a dancer. He was like, um, let me show you my uh, profile pics or something like that. I was like, what? So what does he show me? A dick pic. Mm. Of course, right? Who asked for the sir? I, I didn't ask for the dick pic. Of course, he was hung like a horse. Because generally, they are if they're going to show it, right? right? Generally, the dudes that don't have big penis, they don't show them. Let's be clear who shows off the dick pics. So I'm like, okay, now what are we doing? So now he says, you should book some time with me. I said, excuse me? Mm. Book? He was like, yeah. I said, oh, so wait, you're like an escort? Mm. And he was like, something like that. Mm. And now I'm interested because let's be clear, I'm a therapist. I'm interested in people. So I'm like, so what's your rate? <laughs> like, how do you do this? Do you just come up to people like this? Does this normally work for you? And he was like, well, the first one's free. I just, you should just book a room, book it in Brooklyn because that's more convenient for me. I'm like, he's really going through this whole thing. And I'm like, wow, no, I'm not interested. But is this how it works out here in these streets now? Like, you know, because we hear about female escorts, right? And when we talk about prostitution in any way, we talk about women. Mm. But to see a man come up and talk to me in this way and, you know, try and get a date, it was just very interesting to me. I don't know if this is a, have anything to do with the pandemic, mm. that people are like, listen, you know, yes. I might have lost my job, right? There are other ways that I can make money. If he's a dancer, there's not a lot of shows going on right now, right? People are not mm -hmm. having a lot of bachelor parties where they're having dancers come over to the house. So he has to figure out other ways to make money. We got a lot of entrepreneurs out here. I ain't mad at him. I'm just not interested. But I was like, okay, if this is how you got to survive, then I respect it. We have to do what we have to do to take care of ourselves and our families. True. Don't let that man try to... Mm. I don't know, girl. Watch out. Because he clearly outside, outside. Does oh, he have vaccine? I, I, listen, girl, I doubt he had the vaccine. <laughs> but I just thought that this was so crazy. And it made me think, right? For just like, like the regular person, are we going to be more careful about who we're with? Or are we about to take it back to like the 70s and it's just about to be like free love? Like, are we just going to be in these streets? Like, listen, I just want to live my best life. And if that means that I just want to be sexually liberated, is that where we at now? What do y'all think about that? Um, I'm all for sexual liberation. That's not the problem. It's the whole dying by proxy <laughs> and not by an STD for me. Like, not you wanting to be on the streets, put your dick everywhere. Or, you know, if you're a lady, put your, you know, your pussy everywhere. <laughs> And not think about the possible, like, implications regarding health. Like, people are really, like, COVID is not gone yet, guys. <laughs> like, it's not gone yet. And I know we're tired of it. But people are getting COVID that have the vaccine. Like, you have to, at some point, exercise some type of caution. So for me, like, I'm not saying don't get it in. But I would be like, so when you're getting your COVID test, just like an STD test, and give me them negative results, um, where have you been in the last 10 days? So if something happens, I know who to be like, but you gave me COVID. <laughs> like, so now we're going to need, need STD tests and COVID yes. tests, all of it. Yes. And laminate it. I want to know what's, what's yep. the date on it. Listen, don't laminate the COVID because I'm going to need that weekly. Like I'm going <laughs> right. to need to know as of last week. Right. A month ago, ain't it's been me. about 10 days. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you guys know that people are buying the test and they have them at home now? Oh, wow. Yeah. A client of mine told me like she went away and she came back and she gave herself a test at home. And then once, you know, the results came back, she then went to get like, you know, went to urgent care or something because her test result was positive. So Mm -hmm. she then went to urgent care. So like, this is what's where it's going to be. Like, we're going to have at home COVID tests. Like no. if you come over and you trying to kick right. it, I'm going right. to take that test first, that rapid. Right. And then we're going to talk, but stand outside, stand outside yep. for a second. With like, a mask, please. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Shaking it up in there like you a scientist. Like, okay. Right. So Kim, you think Purple, it's about to be free love? Uh, you gotta what go you home. think? I do. I do think it's going to be free love. I'm going on the opposite direction. I think people have been so like cooped up. They've realized I could have died. I everything I can possibly do because it's and they're gonna get it in. They're gonna try everything that they couldn't. Mm. And it's gonna get wild. It's gonna get wild out here. It's gonna get real wild. And so I'm with it, but f- with safety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I respect that. I, I think that, you know, are but are people being safe? I wonder. Um, I am hearing people who are not being safe in these streets. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't know if it's fostering some more connection or bond or more intimacy if we're not using protection. I'm not really sure the thought process. I've heard a little of that. I heard a little bit of this. So I'm just wondering if you do feel like you want to be out here and get to know different people and live your life, you know, because who knows when you can catch COVID, right? Mm-hmm. I get it. But um, I don't know if people feel like, why do I need to be safe in that way if I could still die from COVID? <laughs> so why not just live it up? I don't know. But is there, you will know that by asking questions, communication, but is there a guarantee? Are you, are you risking your life for trash? That's all I want to know. Like if it's going to be good and it's like, that's it. It's like, I have one person that I would like, yes, for that to do it again, I would risk it. I would be okay. Um, But I'm not risking it for trash. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> but you don't know that the first time. So I guess maybe people are using protection the first time. And the next go around, they like, I'm good because I know it's amazing. So why not? I don't know. Right. But I, I do think that people are giving themselves more options. That's what I would say from all of this, right? Like they're really thinking about, well, what do I like? What are the things that I felt like was interesting to me, right? If it's role play, if it's fetishes if it's vibrators whatever it is right like why don't I at least try it now why don't I just try some new stuff yeah vibrator sounds safer at this point it 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 does (laughs) sounds COVID free to me (laughs) girl go get you that rose stop playing (laughs) so what about relationships right yeah has your views on relationship changed Kim um, yes and no. Okay. I think that my views on relationships has changed in the sense of there's more than just monogamy. And I'm, I love seeing people like explore different things and try different things and fit in and find the thing that they're meant to find. So let's talk about the different types of relationships, right? There's a lot. This is definitely not all inclusive but like we just thought about a couple so of course we have monogamy um polyamory some people are open some people are swinging some people are monogamish some people are platonic um so if people are trying out different types of relationships these days markia what type of relationship do you think most people are trying out um, I don't know if it's most people. I know my preference is monogamy, as okay. listed in my aforementioned comments. I just, <laughs> you know, it's it's too risky. But I understand that you know niggas be cheating, um, on occasion, like apparently. Um, but also for me, I just feel like 
it's a lot of energy to be like caring about multiple people and shit. Like, I gotta remember your favorite color. I gotta remember your favorite color. I remember what you like to eat. Can't have you here on Thursdays because this. Con- it's a lot. It sounds like a schedule. It's. It sounds like a lot of brain capacity is necessary to be uh, <laughs> in the more open situations. And I just need you. Hey, nigga, you coming? Cool. You want this? You like this? I got this shit in the cabinet for you cool we gonna watch your show cool i don't have a lot of capacity for all these other things and like more power to you if you have it but it just seems very exhausting and then what happens if you fuck up right what if you call somebody the wrong name then what happens now you arguing now you beefing like it's just mm. well you i don't want to (laughs) argue you gotta get the plot (laughs) I can't argue with you. <laughs> like, no. Oh, I love plies. Let me just be clear about that. <laughs> he makes me laugh so hard on Instagram. <laughs> but okay, Marquia. So I, I hear you and I want to validate your thoughts and your feelings, right? However, my other my thought is that what about polyamory, right? Because that's ethical non-monogamy. So if I do call you another name, you may not get upset because you know that you are not the only one, that I have been very upfront and honest with you around the other people that I'm seeing. And so I am hearing a lot from Black people that monogamy may not be what's right for them. And that polyamory may be because poly means many and, and, you know, many loves. So I think it's so important that people are interested in saying to themselves, like, listen, I'm okay with sharing and having multiple partners. Right. And so I'm noticing a lot of people have a primary partner. So maybe that might be their husband or their wife, but there are other people that they also see and is acceptable in their relationships. Sometimes um, two people will, they may date the same person, right? And sometimes they date different people, but everybody is on board and everybody has an understanding that you not only see them, but you see these other people too. And I, and I want to be clear. I feel like people have been doing that for a long time. Mm-hmm. They just been calling it a side piece or we, we they just cheating. So what if we took the betrayal out of it, right, which is where a lot of the hurt and pain comes from, and that we're actually able to say to someone like, hey, I love you, and I think that you're amazing, but I also think that this other person is amazing, and I would also like to spend time with them without having to lose you too, and I'm having more real open dialogue with my clients around that being a possibility for them. I think that's great for them. That I don't know if that's for me. No, uh, I totally understand. Yeah, that. like I think that like if that's if if people are cool with that, um, that's great. I do wonder if people are being honest with themselves because I think naturally, if someone is your person, you're going to always be like a little like oh, you're talking to somebody else. Like oh, my God, like you know, there's still that feeling of like my person is not solely with me. So as much as you want to acknowledge and say like. I will not feel a way if you're with somebody else. Niggas be lying. <laughs> well, I think it's about communication. And it's not that you don't feel a way, right? But what I've noticed about people in polyamorous relationships, there is a lot of communication around feelings. Mm. To be like, hey, you know, Marquia, I'm feeling really jealous about you going to see Brad, whatever. You know what I mean? Not Brad. And you would have to, I, okay, all right. <laughs> Rakeem, I'm sorry, Rakeem. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> Brad sounds black. like he has undone meat, girl. Or okay. he does not shower because you know what's been going on in the news. But anyway, and he don't <laughs> wash his damn legs. It's a lot going on. But listen, <laughs> Rakim, you will have to have a conversation. And I think it really has allowed people to work on their communication. Like, because they're like, listen, this is what I, this is how I feel about what you're doing. And then you would have to then tell a person, listen, just because I enjoy going out with Rakeem doesn't mean I don't enjoy going out with you. And I know this feeling may be hard for you. What what can I do, right? To alleviate some of this distress that you're in because I care about you. So it's, it, it's going to force you to talk more and to communicate in a way that is healthy. Are you trying to sell Marquio on polyamory? Because you are I, very, you have a lot of conviction right now, okay? <laughs> I think that I've been such an advocate for my clients 
to get your needs met. That's why. That's really what it's about. At the essence of it is about, are my needs met with this one person? And if they're not, could they be met with multiple people? And if so, do I need to talk to my partner about what it is that I want? Because that's all we're trying to do out here is be happy. That's what Mary said. She's trying to be happy, you know? Mm -hmm. But the answer lies in me. That's what she said. (laughs) So (laughs) the answer lies in you. You got to be able to go out and talk to people and talk to people that you care about, about what you want. They say it takes a village to raise a child. I feel like it takes a community to raise an adult. And maybe- Yo, you caping for polyamory hard body right (laughs) now. Listen, I've been talking a lot about this in my sessions, y'all. Things are coming out in the pandemic. I need to be supportive and understanding. Even though I'm in a monogamous relationship, that doesn't mean I don't get it, right? And I can't advocate for it. It's just not my situation. That's all. That's it. Well, I think um, so, Kim. An open, re- I um, think an open relationship has a nice medium. Like you got a little bit of monogamy. Y'all mm-hmm. can go off and make a decision like, well, I'd like to just be with Raheem tonight. And you're like, okay, well, I'm going to go be with her and we'll come mm-hmm. back and we'll enjoy ourselves. Because for me, I think that sometimes monogamy can be boring. Like you're like, come through. nobody, if, if you don't eat the same thing every day, you really not. I don't know if you're into monogamy. Like if you repetitious, like I'm looking at the same face all damn day, every day. I can't do it. I can't do it. I tried monogamy for 12 years and it was cute. I can't go back to it. So, you know, I mean, I'm into exploring non-traditional relationships because I've been there, done that. And I only, I only have a few years left on earth to try other things. And so why not? Um, who but told I told us think- we can only love one person. That's bullshit. You can love more than one person at one time. Yes, you can. You can love many. Yes. You know, you can do all sorts of stuff if you want to. Communication is key. So someone who feels the same way that I do. I also I'm not the kind of person that just that gets jealous. I think like for me, I think um, it's okay if you want to be with someone because I want to be with someone. I'm not I can't be everything to someone. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of pressure. Right. Like you might like some things I don't like. Like, man, I can't do that. You got to go find somebody who like that shit. That's not what I'm going to like we're gonna have to, do it to try with somebody else and i i give you permission go ahead on and live your best life for her. or him or you know shoot i'm the or you them know, people like different things or them them they he she her him you know mm. it's a, i'm i'm very open so you know i mean i think a lot of people um, have a platonic relationships too right they are like romantic but they're non-sexual maybe you can have that markia um, mm, I like monogamy. That's you know, because if I'm gonna be sleeping with some, like I want to feel I am in a safe situation. Again, I understand you cannot control a person, so there's always some risk with it. But at least with the monogamous relationship, the understanding is that it is just you and I. And in the event that you breach that, then I can be like, and I'm out because you tried to give me AIDS. So. You know. But that That's, breach is happening. Wait, that's real. How do we jump to eight? <laughs> <came> on <laughs> You're talking about extreme. I'm okay, an extremist. Boom. Yes, like, it sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely an extremist. And like, especially like as a person that has been cheated on before, like and had those situations, like where it's like, oh, like and one of them, like uh, a past partner, like it resulted in them getting someone else pregnant. And this was during the time that they were sleeping with me. So I'm like, wait a minute. So you wasn't using a condom with nobody? So you dad, I tried to give me AIDS, bro. Like, I don't know what that bitch does in her spare time. True story. True story. And this is why polyamory is an option. So people can be honest. And we don't or have you to could betray just not each be a other. Bag if you chose to be monogamous. <laughs> That's an option too. <laughs> That's true. I mean, there are people, I guess they feel safe was just being with one person that, you know, that per that's my person. They know me. I know them. I don't have to do, you know, a lot of work. We don't, uh, you know, maybe that happens, but you know, to know someone on that deep of a level, you know, is appealing to people. And I can but it's also you- what they've seen, you know, are they do monkey see monkey do, you know, 
What's for me, the model it's more so like, us? if Marriage. I want to do all the nasty things with you, I'm not trying to do it with you and this nigga and this nigga and this nigga. Like, I would like to have all my proclivities fulfilled with this one particular person so I could do all my nasty shit and you know my body and that's it. Like, I'm not trying to remember, oh, do you like it when I, like, touch your balls and do this at the same time? Like, I'm not, I'm, it's too many things to remember. Like, but I no. think that we are, relationships are so much more than sex. Right, like, and that's why I have if, friends. But what if you have a friend and your friend is dope, and you guys are having a great time, and you're out for drinks, and someone has a little bit too much, and you kiss? I don't want to lose my whole relationship because of that. Because quote unquote, at that point, you cheated. Well, I think that's a conversation that you have with your partner, and be like, "Hey, I made a mistake." Again, I think that there's room for communication in those situations. But is it a mistake? Really? No. Or is it something that you would like to do again? Well, were you, you plotting on your friend? I mean, that's something that no, you I, have to assess. <laughs> like, were you acting on your desires or was right. this premeditated, motherfucker? And I'm just saying what happens. That's all. But I, th- I think it's good that we, there are options for relationships, right? And you don't have to feel like you are boxed into one, especially monogamy. And I think for Black people for so long, because of religion, right? All we knew was Adam and Eve and one relationship, marriage, and that's kind of it. Mm -hmm. I think that people are out here talking about, wait, there are other options for me. And I just need to to be brave enough and courageous enough to tell someone else because you never know what someone else might be into. They might be interested in the same open relationship, swinger, poly, whatever it is that you're into, they might be into it too. But at least ask before you, you know, start making decisions for yourself. That might hurt someone else. Agreed on that. I definitely think like, like I met this guy recently. He was like, I'm in an open relationship. And I was like, well, does she know that you're in an open relationship? Like, is she aware of this? And it was like, oh, well, you know, and I'm like, see, it's all well, it's not. What the hell? It sounded like no. And that's the shit that I'd be talking about. Like, don't put me in no open relationship that I didn't sign up for. I'm ask me if I'm with the shits before we get there. And again, and that's like, you know, we we don't necessarily have to be in a relationship. Like if it's we're doing this and you're like, you know, I'm dating other people again, pre-COVID, like there was someone I was talking to and they're like, you know, I am dealing with other people. And I was like, okay, well, just know like, anytime that you touch me, you will definitely be using a condom. And don't be trying to kiss me in my mouth because I don't know what you be doing with yours. But you know. That's a conversation to have. But if you were like, I want to be with you and I want you to be my girl and you also trying to give it to Susie and Sharon and Teresa, that's not going to work for me. And I think all of this is about what actually works for you. This is really what this conversation is about, right? Like we're going back and forth about different point of views, but all of this is about what works for you and being able to tell someone what Mm -hmm. works for you. Yes. And, you know, then... There's the other layer of heterosexual, pansexual. You got all the sexuals, trisexual. Just do it all. (laughs) Figure it out. Maybe we'll have an episode about all of that, right? That's a real thing. Maybe it's to be continued. I like that. Well, we do have one more episode this season, which I doubt we'll probably talk about that, but we could. And maybe next season we'll talk about it. Maybe that will be on our list of things that we talk about next season. Mm. Um, so what are some tools and resources that listeners can use kind of to help them on their journey with sex and dating and relationships? Um, y'all could go back in the archives and listen to our, um, conversation with Marla that we had. I think that's a start. You can, uh, backtrack there and see us on that, uh, be real takeover episode. And she was really great because she's an educator. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's really important. I do think about there are some pretty cool people that I follow on Instagram. Sex with Ashley. She's pretty cool. So she talks about sex, different types of sex, things like that. Um, Marla Renee Stewart, which is the person that we did the takeover with, with Be Real. Um, I think she would be really good. Cam, do you have anyone? Yeah, there's this duo called Afro Sexology. They're super cool. Mm-hmm. right I love them I actually um met them at the sex down self conference Ooh. that me and Nisha are going to in a few short weeks y'all check That's out so the exciting. sex down self conference we're going to ATL to get some knowledge 
Mm-hmm. We're gonna go figure, go. you know, have some conversations. You know what? What's so funny? I wish you could too. What's really funny is that when me and Anisha are together, we're asking all of the questions. We're like, "Tell us more." Like we're just like sponges. <laughs> I think that that's why we always go out and do crazy things sometimes because we just want to know. Like our curiosity is that high that let's go find out what the fuck is going on with this because I don't know and I know you want to know. So let's go find. Out. And I'm never surprised yeah. about what I hear. That's the one thing I am. Ne- I mean, I think that me being a therapist, but also before that, I just was always a curious person since I was a young person. Right. I'm interested in people's lives, why they do what they do, why they think what they think. And so, you know, going to this conference is just going to educate me even more. Right. About understanding the people who I talk to every day and sex down south. The great thing about it is it is for people of color. Right. And I think that's really important. It's a space where people of color are affirmed around all of their their desires and their thoughts and things like that about sex. So I'm super excited. Um, But there's this really cool website that I ran across. It's called kinkly.com. We'll put it in the show notes. It's K-I-N-K-L-Y. And so I think they run a gamut of like sex toys that they have on there. They have videos. If you're interested in like, oh, how do I get better fellatio? They have, they, they have videos. They have videos on just about anything that you could be thinking about when it comes to sex. And I think a lot of people need that education component. Like they might be interested in, in something, but they don't know enough about it. So we just want to make sure that you go out and get educated and figure out if this thing is for you, whatever it is. Speaking of fellatio, there was this video I just saw on Instagram yesterday. And this man was like, if you're going to be my woman, you can't be eating no bananas at work. And the girl was like, wait, why? He's like, you don't need to be deep throating a banana in the office. I can't. People might be Ah. watching. (laughs) You know what? That man is bad in bed. He's whacking the sack, girl. And would you stop trying to control me that much, Negro? Right. It's a banana. Relax. Relax. Please relax. It's not that deep. Pun intended. <laughs> so I love okay. it. But I think okay, I want to add one more thing to this uh, before we close. I think this out. Um, Go ahead, Kim. Communication. You know, we've talked about it throughout the whole show, but I do believe that it is kind of like the linchpin to whatever you want and maintaining, you know, healthy relationships. And you know, being honest with yourself about your disease, your needs and desires is really important. And Sometimes we're not because of the judgment that, you know, may come with something that doesn't seem quote unquote normal or that you don't see other people doing. So it's hard to break away, but if you you won't be happy if you're actually doing something that you're, you really deep down don't want. Mm, it's true. And find a community of people who think like you, right? Mm-hmm. So you won't feel like the other. So that behavior that you've been thinking about or that, you know, it's normalized. And that's what you want. You want spaces where your thoughts and feelings are normalized and you're not always the other, right? And if all your friends are super vanilla and you're not, you need to find some friends who aren't. Mm-hmm. So then you can talk about this stuff with them. Listen, so don't let my preference of monogamy fool you. I'm all about the fun things in the bedroom um but i just like to do it with one person so that you know i can do all the things there's a meeting in my bed right come on silk (laughs) there's a meeting in my bedroom 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 (laughs) and boy please don't be late (laughs) hold up It's an open invitation, apparently. <laughs> and there's a waiting list. And I want to just say I missed the R&B. That was a little seductive. Now they just get right to it. And they just give me too much information about what they want. Right. But uh, it's just too much. You yeah. know, it's a good sex song, undercover sex song. Good Enough by Bobby Brown. Yes. And it did not feel all in your face. Right. If it ain't good enough for <laughs> Listen, right, I'll like, work harder. And you understood it. Every minute, it was a little like, bit of metaphor. In <laughs> where's there? the subtlety? There's nothing subtle about it. These the rap songs. I'd be like, did he say that? Yes, did he, he did. He and he meant what? it. When? How? Right. Yeah. Uh-uh. In the no. club, in the bathroom so, right now. I'm I so hate much rap child. songs because sometimes because <laughs> it's never about the woman. It's always about the man. It's always yep. like about that's, you know, enough. Okay. 
That's why like, Cardi and Megan and all of them yes. talking so greasy now because they're like, y'all been talking greasy for years. Right. So you know what? We about to start talking real greasy and sleazy. <laughs> and y'all better get used to it. <laughs> right. I I support it. I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes it'd be a lot for me. I'd be like, what she said? What the? Who the? I want but you to put that it. big Mac truck yeah. right in this little garage. <laughs> right. I'm like, wow. First of all, sir, I have fibroids. I don't need it to be that big. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not be that. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can't do it. All right. You're going to take us out, uh, Marquia, before we go on 10,000 tangents. <laughs> okay. I hope y'all had fun listening to us. Thanks for listening to the Black Woman Behold podcast. If you want to keep up with our shenanigans, see what's coming out on the next podcast or anything like that, you can find us on Facebook at Black Woman Behold. You can find us on Instagram where we just hit about 3,000 followers. You know, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, uh-uh. Thank you all for following us and enjoying our uh, our content um, at Black Woman Behold. Our website is coming as well as our three four week three weeks four weeks four week course four week course and our we still have our done. t-shirt one sale until the end of august so go get your make it trying to make a dollar out of 63 cent t-shirt it's link in yes. and happy if you're listening to this on a tuesday happy tuesday or whatever day you're listening hope your day is going great sis we'll touch you next time all right guys we'll see you next week bye 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 Thank you so much for listening to the Black Woman Behold podcast. If you want to keep up with all things Black Woman Behold, you can follow us on Instagram at Black Woman Behold. You can find us on Facebook at Black Woman Behold. And check out our website where you can find out more about what we're doing. If we're having workshops, you can check out our cool merch.